Hi, and welcome to my podcast, On The Grow. I'm Grace Lee. We're kicking off a new series here on the podcast called Bring On The New Series. If you're new here, I launch my podcast episodes in different seasons that focus on a certain topic. For this season, I'm focusing on the newness in my life. Did you know that the number eight in the Bible represents a new beginning? It's considered to be a symbol of creation. And I thought it was fitting because this newness month aligns with where I'm at in my life right now. Typically, August is when my lease ends, and this month determines how I want to approach the next year moving forward. It sets the tone for where I'm going to be, the environment I want to surround myself in, and things I want to change in order to pursue growth. So to summarize, Bring On The New Series isn't just about moving to a physical location. It's also about changing my work tactics, time management, accepting change within friendships and relationships, and so forth. So in this episode called A Difference An Hour Can Make, I share more about the time management tactic I've been using for almost a month now. I'll explain why I decided to make this change, the process of it, and how it affects me to this current day. But before I dive into today's podcast episode, I have to do a life recap first. So much has happened. First things first, I moved. If you follow me on Instagram, I've been sharing quite a few things about it so far. I haven't gone into detail, so I figured I'd do that while I have you guys here. I was previously living on the Upper East Side for three years. I had this gut feeling three months ago that I didn't want to renew the lease because I felt like it was time. I loved my previous apartment, don't get me wrong. It was everything to me when I first moved from my very first apartment in Astoria. And the first few months of living there, I couldn't believe I was living on the Upper East Side. If you watch the original, not the new one, but the original Gossip Girl, the OG Gossip Girl, you already know. Central Park and the Met Steps to my left, the East River to my right, Madison and Park Avenue merely walking distance, and so much more. Leading up to August, I started thinking more about where I could see myself next. Do you guys ever do that? You know, when you just take a break from the present and envision yourself in a new location and environment in the future? That was me. For almost three months. I could feel the excitement and anxiety inside of me. I knew how stressful the moving process was. And just thinking about putting myself back in there was literally stressing me out. It just felt overwhelming and I knew it was coming because... The minute I started turning on the search notifications for Street Easy and Zillow, I knew it was, it was slowly starting to hit me. Moving to a new apartment is the easy part. It's the applying and the searching that's the hard part. And on top of my full-time job, I was constantly on Street Easy and Zillow every single day and night applying and searching. It was literally like a second job, but without pay. Sounds a lot like the internships I had in college. If you know, you know. (laughs) Unpaid internships are the worst. Anyway, 
After attending a copious amount of open houses and tours, I started getting bummed out. Every apartment I liked ended up being either one, out of budget, or two, in contract before applying, and three, there was something off about it. I trust my gut when it comes to these things, and I know when I know. And these other apartments, and these other apartments were all right, but they didn't feel like home. It felt like I was rather desperate trying to secure a place because all the brokers and agents would tell me, you're being too picky, or you'll, you're never going to get everything you want, or at this rate, you're not going to have an apartment at all. It was definitely draining to hear that constantly. I almost had the urge to just renew my apartment and stop searching, but I refused to give up. Because the way I had just been envisioning this new place for so long was greater than this whole fear of not getting an apartment or not getting this or that. And and so the way I found this current apartment that I'm in is literally a testimony. And I'm going to be sharing this more in another episode in this season. It's truly a story. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. As much as I want to go more in depth about my apartment story, today's episode is on the new habit I developed a month ago that I've noticed progress in, and I want to talk more about that. Like I had said, three months prior to August, I had a feeling that I needed newness in my life. This is actually when I decided to do an apartment makeover. I did this apartment makeover, I redecorated, I bought all this new furniture and just completely revamped it because I just needed something new. And this was actually six months ago, or it was actually, no, it was actually five months ago, uh, back in March. And I remember feeling so great about this new space, well, old space, but new furniture and new setup that made me so happy. And I know that the environment I'm in is a reflection of my mood and behavior and the way I move mentally, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. So it impacts my mental and physical state of mind so much to the point where I know that a new space is that important. In my old place, I felt stuck doing the same thing day in and day out. And I'm not that kind of person. I thrive on challenges and change. That's why having a 9-to-5 office job for me was so difficult. I felt restricted and tied down, and you cannot simply tie down a creative. You can't. So I decided to do something about this little problem that I was mentally frustrated over. It wasn't like I could break my lease and move at that time, so it wasn't really about the environment I was focusing on. It was more about the, the time management that I currently had. I was noticing that time seemed to be slipping through the cracks for me. I was constantly staying up late trying to finish up work stuff while still trying to manage a social life and focus on my brand. Hence, no podcast episode for for a lot of the past weeks. I couldn't understand why I wasn't able to manage my time well. I started to lay out all the priorities I needed to accomplish on a daily basis and ask myself, how am I starting out my mornings? Some days I'd wake up at 7 a.m., other times at 7.30 a.m. 
Side note, I'm definitely a morning person. But I found myself waking up at inconsistent times, and I think that was throwing me off. I remember coming to this conclusion like, how much would I be able to accomplish if I woke up one hour earlier? And that stuck with me. I started thinking about, one, how much cooler it would be running at 7 a.m. instead of 8 or 9 a.m. And by cooler, I'm talking about the temperature. Two, how nice it would be to finish a run and come back to my apartment before 8.30 a.m. I don't know why the thought of that makes me so happy, but it does. And three, maybe I'd be able to end my day earlier if I had this extra time. And so that's how it began. The next day, I set my alarm for 6 a.m. And if you think I got up all cheerful and ready to take on the day, you're wrong. My body physically wouldn't do it. I didn't end up getting out of bed until 6.45 a.m. because I kept hitting the snooze button. My body was like, what are you doing? This is not the time you wake up at. Go back to bed. And it was, it was fighting me. <laughs> the next day, try it again. 6 a.m. And I actually did wake up at 6 a.m. because there felt like this shift in my body where it knew that this was important to me and it needed to get out of bed. I read my devotional, drank my hot lemon water, went for my morning run, came back to shower and fed the cats. And I remember checking the time and it was 8.30 a.m. Literally felt like a dream accomplishing my morning checklist before 9am felt so good. Good to the point where I wanted to do it again. That night, I ended up having time left over and that was also the confirmation I needed that waking up at 6am was something I needed to continue trying to be more consistent with and, and to see what results came of it. So the week went on, my alarm still set for 6am and I will tell you, In the few days starting, it was rather difficult for my body to adjust to that time change. But after some time, my body started to get used to it. And it probably explains why I get so exhausted and physically tired when 10pm hits. It's the issue I have when I do decide to go out with friends, but that's another problem in and of itself. I start my day earlier, and because of it, I feel like I've been able to manage my time well, or better, better than before. Though there are some days where I'll end up staring longer at Instagram or TikTok and an hour or two goes by. But being able to start in the morning makes me so happy. And I think that's just it. It's how you feel when you're making these changes. Does it put a smile on your face? How does it affect your mood? Do you feel like you're being productive and making good use of your time? I know for me, these results have led to more productive hours in my day, which is why I keep going back to setting my alarm an hour earlier than my normal time. Makes me think of, for example, let's just say you're trying to stop drinking coffee. Actually, this is a true story because I do not drink coffee anymore. I used to drink coffee a lot in college and now I do not drink it at all, nor do I want to drink it because it affects my body in a negative way. That's how much my that's how long it's been since I've drank coffee. Anyway, let's just say you're trying to wean off coffee. Now, day one, you take coffee out of the equation and maybe you're gonna get a headache or something, or maybe you're gonna 
you know, your body's like twitching for caffeine. Okay, day one's fine, but then day two, it happens again. And all of a sudden you're getting headaches and your your body's like fighting you to drink coffee because it's so used to intaking in that caffeine and that coffee that it's confused. So same thing is that what happened with me with coffee is over time, as I started to take it out of my, I guess you could say diet, um, I started feeling a different kind of energy. Like I never drank coffee because I felt like I needed energy. It was more that I just liked the taste of it. And yeah, it was never something I relied on, which I know so many people are so dependent on coffee and it is so bad because I know people who can't go a day without drinking three cups or more and they get insane headaches if they don't drink it, which I think is terrible. But like I said, what happened was over time, my body didn't feel the need to crave it and it, I no longer had those symptoms. I no longer felt the jitters or headaches because, because my body just wasn't used to it anymore. And so I think when I do drink coffee now, if I were to drink it, my body reacts in such a negative way because it's like it doesn't know what that is in my body, if that makes sense. And I think I'm relating that to the whole 6 a.m. thing is that at first, yeah, your body is not going to just automatically wake up at 6 a.m. because it's not used to it. It, Let's just say if you wake up at 10 a.m. or noon, but you can train your body like you train your mind. And it it really is a mindset thing, which is what I'm saying is that maybe this week I do challenge you to try waking up an hour earlier than you normally wake up. And I'd love to hear how that, you know, changes your time management or if that made you feel better about your day or worse or I don't know, maybe it it was just a bad idea and your time management is just great and I'm just throwing an experiment at you that you don't want to do. Who knows? But let me know if there's any progress there, um, the results of it, how you feel, if this is something you want to do moving forward, please share that with me because I'd love to hear your stories. Anyway, um, I went off on a tangent there. But as a self-employed freelance social media strategist, I find that creating the same boundaries I had when I was working a corporate job is so important. Just because you don't physically have to wake up and be at an office at a certain time doesn't mean you should slack off for yourself. I think people have that misconception. Like They're like, oh, when you're self-employed, you get to do whatever you want. Well, you technically do, but still your business is up to you because your income is reliant on you and your business. So if you want to make an income for the month, you have to do the work. And because you start slacking one day, before you know it, you're slacking the next day and the next day. I'm very strict with myself when it comes to business. I won't push myself to the brink of exhaustion, but I can be mindful of certain situations in my life. If I'm not feeling well, I give myself a break. If I'm going through something and I'm mentally not there, I'm transparent about it with my clients and I let them know I'm unable to give 100%. Because that's what it means to work for yourself. Respecting yourself, those you work with, and your boundaries is what it means to own a successful business. 
I feel like many of us define success as the amount of money we make or the amount of clients we have. And even though quantitative factors are definitely important for growth and financial means of a company, I find that focusing on the qualitative factors, time management, happiness, and mental stability is what paves the way forward for me. It's almost been one full year of starting my social media business. I'm not fully there yet with finding my rhythm, but I know I'll get there. Be sure to follow along and subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. Stay tuned and keep listening to the next episode where I cover another topic on the newness I'm embracing for my next chapter in life, accepting changes with friendships and relationships. And as always, if you have any questions, feedback, or topic suggestions, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. Thanks for tuning in.